Hi, and welcome to Sips with Scrubs, a nurse podcast where we talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly. I am your host, Nurse Lenny, and welcome to my new listeners out there. And then for those who are returning, welcome back. I am also available on YouTube for those who are listening. If you guys like visuals, I mean, ain't much to see, but I'm just telling y'all if y'all like to see what's going on over here, you can watch on YouTube. So I'm still sipping on Andre or how you pronounce this. It's a pink Moscato. So I'll be sipping on this throughout the episode. Y'all go ahead and grab your water, your coffee, your tea, your, you know, your wine, whatever you got. And we're going to sip throughout this episode. We're going to go ahead and get into what will Lane do. Any tips on how to stay up for a night shift? I volunteered to work this weekend overnight, but I usually do days. I can't go to sleep on these people clocks. So any advice from night nurses who do it regularly is appreciated. So I'm one of the rare people who actually didn't have a problem with staying awake at night. I don't know. It's very weird. I don't get it, but that's cool. I didn't have no problems. I didn't drink any caffeine. I didn't do any of those things. I just was awake. So what I did is when I did have trouble, because around at three, four o'clock, AM is rough out here for your girl. So what I would do is I would drink a lot of water throughout the night shift, get my water intake in. So that means I'm probably peeing almost every hour. So that helped to keep me awake. Another thing I would do is sometimes I'd like um, stock up the med room. Every facility is a little bit different, but for us, we kept like the syringes and stuff in there, flushes and all that. So I would go into the supply room, take a bunch out and then stock up the med room to um, help me out and to keep me awake. I listen to music, like upbeat music. Sometimes I'd read a book, but not a lot. And then uh, a lot of the times I'd watch a show or something of that sort. Now, you know, I don't know how y'all job is, you know, with the whole phone situation. Technically, you're not supposed to be on your phone. You're not supposed to be doing this, blah, 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 blah. But I'm just kind of like, would you rather me fall asleep or would you rather me stay awake? Because there's not something to do at every minute of the day on night shift. There's just not. Like between 12 and 4 o'clock, it's kind of slow, to be honest, unless like there's an emergency going on. So I don't know how y'all charge nurses are or whatever, but if you do have a charge nurse who's very like one of them, uh, just I would suggest either you ducking off somewhere in the unit. Like some units are made up where you can kind of spread out. Y'all don't have to be up under each other. And I'll just do it like that if you do want it to if you do want to watch something to try to stay awake. But if you um and then some charge nurses don't care, it really just depends on who you work with. So I mean y'all can do what y'all want with the phone thing, but I'm just telling you what I did. I'd watch like TV shows, like them hour-long ones, and then I'll do around and then I'll start the next episode or something like that. Um another thing I would do is that when my patients are sleeping, like I'm really good at being quiet. I would like completely fill up the whiteboard or I'd like bring extra linen and extra chucks, like basically extra supplies in the room while they're asleep. I like clean up trash that's on the floor. I'd clear out their beds at table. Like I would make like use of stuff. Um, Another thing we used to do too is for those bed bound patients, we'd give them a bath at night, especially the ones that are not really oriented because they don't really know that they're like 
missing out on sleep it's kind of hard to do that with like an alert and oriented person because it's like girl what are you doing i'm trying to go to sleep but for the ones who's not oriented like you could you could clean them up and you can like change the linen and do everything in there and it's not really a big deal so i think that's plenty of tips on what to do to stay awake at night that honestly will keep you busy if you do what i said um, like I said, I didn't do the caffeine, so I'm just telling you guys what I did. I'm not like really one of them caffeinated people, and I try not to be because if I do need it, I want it to be able to work really well. <laughs> and I don't want to like pick up bad habits or spend extra money on stuff. So that's what I did. If you guys have any tips to help this nurse stay awake during night shift, y'all go ahead and leave them below in the comments. I'll also post something on Instagram at Sips with Scrubs. And y'all can comment there. If you guys need any advice, feel free to DM me at Sips with Scrubs and we'll get it answered here on the podcast. So now we're going to get into the topic of this episode. And honestly, don't know a better way how to phrase this, but it's talking about um, having a quiet place and like learning yourself. Me and Fallon mentioned this during our episode. We kept kind of referring back to being like self-aware, basically, because from that point on, you can know how you want to proceed with your life and what boundaries you'd like to set. And honestly, just what I said before, how to proceed with your life, you have a better guide because you know what you want. I feel like a lot of times people don't know what they want because they haven't set with themselves in order to really figure out what it is they want. I feel like a lot of times in life, especially in this fast-paced 2022 environment, it's a lot going on. You can get lost in it all. You have all of these external factors weighing in on you. You can consume yourself with that to the point where you're not even thinking about yourself and your inner thoughts and what you like or want out of life and things like that. So before we get into this, I'm going to go ahead and take another sip of my pink Moscato. Y'all go ahead and sip with me. So I am going to put on the screen and I'm going to read it for those who are just listening. I found this, I don't know if you would call it a meme, whatever. I'm a Pinterest girl. I love quotes and stuff and I do it a lot on Instagram too. So whenever I see something that resonates with me at that time, I save it. So I was actually going through my phone the other day and I saw this and it kind of like, um, what is it called? Um, it kind of just captured what I was thinking about with this topic. So I'm not going to say sit with it four times, but it starts off saying sit with it and then it repeats it four times. And it says, even though you want to run, even though it's heavy and difficult, even though you're not quite sure of the way through, healing happens by feeling. I don't know about y'all, but I'm one of the ones that like um, at one point in my nursing career, I used work to get through a lot of stuff. I was unable to do that once be uh, the pandemic hit because work became a stressor to me. But I used to just like, you know, I don't want to deal with this. I'm going to go to work or I'm going to pick up work or whatever. And even before I was a nurse, that's just kind of like one of my coping mechanisms. Um, I just like try to prevent from feeling anything because if I didn't feel it, it didn't happen. And that's kind of the same thing with like sitting with stuff. I think a lot of times we don't want to sit with ourselves because we don't want to acknowledge things that might have happened to us that we didn't like and have hurt us. 
and we don't want to identify that because if you don't think about it if you don't say it if you don't feel it then it didn't happen at least that was kind of my rationale um when i really just thought about it i think occasionally i'm trying to remember like before i became a nurse if i did this a lot but i know now occasionally i kind of self-reflect a lot like um at different points in my life i might just be sitting there and i think like hmm do I like this? Do I like that? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? How do I feel about this? How do I feel about that? What can this be like? What can I do to make this better and stuff like that? So that's kind of what this episode is about, because like I said, I feel like we don't do that enough. So I don't know if you guys just want to think to yourself while you're listening to this or if you want to take the time out and write it down. Uh, you don't have to wait to the beginning of the year to do resolutions or to really just think about your goals and stuff because honestly, you do all that at the beginning of the year and it gives you a good guide for how you would like the year to be because it's easy to keep track of because it's like from January to January sort of thing. But throughout the year, you're going to have to constantly be in a state of evaluation and see like if what you thought would work actually did work and if it didn't you have to kind of pivot from that and try to figure out how you could get it to work or what adjustments could be made it's the same thing like with doing budgets and stuff you might budget a certain amount for the month but then when the month come through like you might get hit like oh the like for me for instance the ac broke okay well i didn't allot for that amount of money to be spent oh my tire blew or whatever i had a lot for me to be buying four new tires or whatever so it's like you set the standard for yourself but you have to work within that standard and see basically what worked and what didn't work so it's a constant state of evaluation it's kind of similar to the um ad pie thing that we the learning process or whatever they nursing process that's what it's called that we learn in nursing school you assess diagnose you implement Wait, did I do it right? Oh, you plan. <laughs> Add pot, come on. Assess, diagnose, plan, implement, and evaluate. And on and you do it all over again. It's the same thing with anything in life. So I want y'all to take this time out while you're listening to this podcast to really just think about what do you want out of life? Where do you expect to see yourself or where would you like to see yourself in the next year? What steps can you take to get to that point and i like to break my goals down into like sizable pieces because it makes it more realistic so say for instance i just i want to save a thousand dollars in like a month then i could be like okay well every check i'm going to put five hundred dollars in my savings or something like that that sounds like a lot more feasible than just like i'm going to put a whole grand over here or whatever so that's how i kind of like to do my stuff so it's just like the same thing with anything if you make it more bite-sized, it's easier to attain and it doesn't discourage you. It makes it feel like you can do it, actually. It's kind of like they say with the whole elephant thing, you can't like swallow a whole elephant. I don't know why they do that. I mean, why is that a thing anyway? Because who wants to eat an elephant? I guess that's just the largest animal they could think of. <laughs> but I um, do want to encourage you guys to do that because... It's essential in our nursing career to have these moments where you self-reflect because it also helps to prevent burnout eventually. Because if you know what you're willing and not willing to deal with, we'll get into setting boundaries in a later episode. But if you know where you stand with certain things 
or how you feel about certain things, then you'll be able to set the boundaries. And then once you feel like your needs are not being met in whatever environment you're in, then you're able to more freely move around without guilt and that will prevent burnout. Hopefully that makes sense, but it makes sense to me, but I'll have to listen back to see if it made sense. But I just feel like people get to the point where they're just about to blow up or like they can't do it anymore. And you don't ever want to get to that point. You want to prevent it from happening before it happened. So I can relate to this. Um, I can give you guys an example of like where I'm at, where I'm at in my life with nursing. So before I did the float pool, I mentioned before in previous episodes that I was working on a unit um, and I didn't really agree with how the manager was managing the unit and I didn't care for some other things that went on in the unit. So I did end up leaving. But before that, I had to really think about what kind of job am I looking for? I know I wanted something that was more flexible because I value my time. And eventually I want to start to have a family and the kind of parent I would like to be is an active parent. Not saying you can't be active by doing other things, but I know what I want it to look like. So that's the whole point of a quiet place. You have to know what you want it to look like and then you make the pieces fit essentially. So I know I don't really, I don't want my kids like in daycare. I only want them like with family, if family is going to do like be taking care of them or whatever, but I don't want it to be to the point where I'm dropping them off all the time at somebody's house. So I know I want to be somebody who's going to be like actively raising them. Like, so they're with them majority of the time. So I wanted flexibility in my job that would be able to allow me that. So I became PRN. I am um, married, so I got my health insurance through my husband because a lot of people always ask me that when I became having this job and I told them I'm PRN. So that worked out for us with that. And then even if not, like, even if I wanted to do full-time with this job to, I mean, with this position in order to get the benefits, it's still more flexible than what I was in before. So I have the ability, I guess, what is it? I don't want to call like upper mobility because it's not technically that because I'm still bedside, but you have the opportunity to work. A lot of shifts are like dang near no shifts. And it also provides a high hourly rate. So with that, you are able to work less shifts and still make about the same money as you were before. So I can work three shifts doing what I do now and make my full-time living with what I was doing before. So that's the kind of stuff you have to think about. Now, there are some other things that come along with this job that might not be for everybody, such as me going to different units every shift. A lot of people are not comfortable with that sort of thing, but I do have like I don't want to say experience with that because I wasn't doing that all the time but I've done it before where I'd be going to different units and I've experienced a lot of different things in my nursing um, career so I feel like I could do that and I was comfortable doing it I did work agency before I did this job as like a um, PRN agency in addition to my full-time so I was going to different units doing that so I knew that I'd be able to do it full-time and I wouldn't see a problem with it and also is me working less frequently i knew it wouldn't be like as much of an issue to me um so that's just some of the things um how some of that stuff could play a part with and why it's so valuable to know who you are as a person and what you want because that's like kind of the 
I don't think you're going to be happy all the time, but it can help aid to being happy. And like I said before, it also helps to prevent being burnt out. If you are in a constant state of reflection, you can know like, okay, my needs aren't being met or I can only foresee myself doing this for this amount of time. And then after that, I think I need to start thinking about how I want to get away from bedside nursing. You don't ever want to get to the point in your life where you already are fed up with stuff and then now you're trying to figure everything out um hopefully this episode made sense to you guys i feel like i rambled quite a bit but i feel like i ramble a lot anyway so hopefully y'all stay tuned in tuned in and hopefully this helps somebody out there y'all definitely let me know in the comments how you felt about this topic if you have anything to add also leave that below in the comments i definitely would like to hear from you guys um, with Sips with Scrubs, I want this to be a community where we can learn and grow from each other. Everybody has different experiences and we're all in different spaces in our lives. So I feel like we'll like somebody might be a little bit further along the journey than somebody else and they'll be able to help somebody who's less far on the journey, if that makes sense. So I'm all about giving back and stuff like that and giving out free advice. I'm here to take it if y'all got any for me. So definitely comment and share what you think about stuff don't be afraid to comment i'm here for it um before we close we have a segment that i like to do called scrub and sip if y'all want to tell me y'all scrubs and sips y'all can go ahead and let me know um in the comments as well or if you don't want to tell me who you are you can just dm me at sips with scrubs definitely um keep me plugged in you guys and i'll start reading y'all's on here too if y'all like and we could cheers to y'all i don't know i gotta kind of think about what i want to scrub okay i'll make it relatable to this episode i need to honestly start thinking about <laughs> what i want to scrub before this point because i'll be trying to think i'll be like what do i want to scrub I'm going to scrub people just not knowing themselves, I guess. I feel like you're the person who has to live with yourself in this life and you have to be okay with the decisions you make and how can you make adequate decisions without knowing who you are as a person. So I want us to get to a place where we're familiar with ourselves and we can advocate for ourselves because I don't know, it's just kind of crazy to me that we're out here advocating for patients and other people and stuff like that, but we're not advocating for ourselves. So I do want to scrub that like mindset, that fast, 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 fast mindset, that microwavable gratification. I want to scrub that kind of outlook on life and I want us to really experience life and not like look up in five years and our life has flown by and we don't know what happened. So I'm scrubbing that. And I'm sipping too. Raise y'all glasses, coffee, water, wine, tea, whatever you got. Raise your glasses up. We're about to sip. I don't know what we're going to sip to. I'm trying to think of what we're going to sip to. What are we going to sip to? Mm. I mean, I guess growing and learning. Um, life is a journey. You will never know. Um, it's a constant state of evaluation, as I said before. So we're sipping to allowing ourselves the freedom to grow and become more and to have grace for ourselves and not to always have such high expectations that they could be unrealistic. So we're sipping to learning and growing. And as we say in my church quite often, always becoming, never arriving. And that's a word.
Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. As I said before, I think I might have rambled a little bit. I don't know, but hopefully y'all liked it. Go ahead and comment, as I've said throughout this video, and whatever parts y'all want to comment on. Definitely give this video a thumbs up if you like my content. And subscribe to my channel, at Nurse Laney. If y'all like to give me a follow, Sips with Scrubs, and then also Nurse Laney. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.